Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, your guide for this online retreat designed to help you become the saint God created you to be, especially during this Lenten and Easter season. This retreat will consist of material from the spiritual classic, 12 Steps to Holiness and Salvation, that contains the wisdom of St. Alphonsus Liguori, as well as a brief reflection and a daily resolution that is designed to help you incorporate and live out that wisdom in your daily life. So join with me now as we take the next step on the road towards holiness. Hello and welcome to day 49. Let's begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that you open our hearts and minds so that we may hear your voice and be given the courage to act upon it throughout this day. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're still in the Easter octave. It is Tuesday of the Easter octave, and we are beginning a new chapter, chapter 8. And we're focusing on meekness and humility. And our scripture verse for this chapter is from Matthew chapter 11, verse 29. Learn of me, because I am meek and humble of heart. Humility is called by the saints the foundation and safeguard of all the virtues. If it is not the most prominent among the virtues, it occupies, according to St. Thomas, the first place as the foundation of the rest. In the erection of a building, the basement comes before the walls and pillars, even though the latter be of gold. And so in the spiritual life, humility must precede everything else in order to banish pride, to which God is so opposed. He, therefore, who endeavors to acquire the other virtues without humility, says St. Gregory, is scattering dust before the wind. The virtue of humility was little known and less loved on earth. Indeed, it was thoroughly despised. Pride reigned everywhere, for it was an unfortunate inheritance of the human race bequeathed to his posterity by Adam. The Son of God descended from heaven to teach man by word and example the value of humility. And with this end in view, he went so far as to empty himself, taking the form of a servant, being made in the likeness of men, and in habit found as a man. He humbled himself, even to the death of the cross. From Philemon chapter 2, verse 7. His first appearance on earth was in the humble stable of Bethlehem. The greater portion of his mortal life was spent in humble retirement at Nazareth. He departed this life humbled and despised on the summit of Mount Calgary. And he calls out to each one of us, I have given you an example that as I have done, so you do also. John chapter 13, verse 15. By this he means to say, My dear children, I have endured all this humiliation and contempt, that you might follow my example. With regard to the humility of Jesus Christ, St. Augustine says, If this medicine does not cure us of pride, I know not what other remedy can do so. And that ends our section for today. Short and sweet, but full of 
definite wisdom for us to reflect upon from St. Alphonsus. Um, I do love the uh, quote he uses from St. Gregory about the fact of if we try to acquire other virtues without humility, then we're scattering dust before the wind. And for anyone who has been in the wind and there's been dust or you've had something, you know, some grass or something thrown up, you know, in front of you and then the wind's blowing and it blows all over you, it's kind of the same thing of where we need to be cultivating humility in our life. Now, this has been a huge one for me in my life because, like many, I am very prideful. My pride tends to come in the form of self-reliance and of judgment, of thinking that I know better or my way is better. Um, and my pride uh, really prevents me from being able to be open to others and being able to really engage with others without, um, you know, and, and, and it's a gift in its own way to be able to see where things are lacking. In other words, where something can be improved. I'm able to quickly see a gap or a need and be able to address it. And unfortunately, um, for a long time, and I hope I'm better now, um, it was uh, when I would see that and other people didn't, I would be like, what? It, it, it's so obvious. Well, it took me time before I realized that, no, it's not obvious to everyone. We all have our different gifts. Just like I'm not able to be able to see sometimes when people are, you know, struggling with something, um, other people have a gift where it's like they intuit, they, they, it's like, they just know that this person needs additional assistance and it takes me longer. Um, so it's just an example of the fact that so only through many humiliations of being taught again and again that what I see or what I'm able to do is not sufficient in order to get things done. And so to be humbled and, um, you know, so one of the things for me with pride and trying to grow in humility is being open to whatever humiliation and contempt and, um, you know, misunderstanding that comes my way. And that's one of the, that's kind of like one of my things. It's like if, uh, if I'm uh, misjudged, if I'm judged, you know, falsely or I'm misunderstood, that's something that um, is hard for me. And it's uh, something that I'll take as, um, you know, it, it not, not as an insult, but rather I take it as um, it's a wound of where, wow, you know, this person doesn't really care about me or this person doesn't really, um, you know, they're, there's a hypocrisy there is how, how I would judge it or used to. Um, but the fact is, is that as St. Augustine tells us, humiliations are what cure us of pride. Um, and so this is something that turning to our Lord, seeing how it is, and we just walk this way, you know, in Lent and especially through Holy Week of how it was that our Lord was not only misunderstood, but he was betrayed. He was also uh, judged, at, you know, as an innocent man, he was judged um, and condemned for things that he did not do. And so we too need to uh, to strive to have the same attitude of meekness and humility 
not of, you know, being taken advantage of, but rather of, you know, being able to see that through this, God is working. One of my favorite prayers that I love to use in order to help me uh, be able to continue to grow uh, in humility is the litany of humility. And one of the biggest things about the litany of humility is that wherever it is that we struggle with pride, um, you know, it, it's pointed out and we are specifically asking to be delivered of it. So I'm not going to do the whole whole thing right now. But rather what I'm going to do is I'm going to encourage you to go and Google Litany of Humility and use it. That's your resolution. Use it as a reflection during this Easter octave. Use it as a reflection for, Lord, how do I need to continue to grow in meekness and humility so I can continue to rejoice in the great gift that you have given me of eternal life and of life to the full during this Easter season. So, particularly the refrains of, you know, uh, make my heart like yours. Deliver me, O Lord, from all of the different desires and fears that I have and granting me the grace to desire it so that I may rejoice. And I will conclude with that part as um, at the end of the Litany of Humility, I'll conclude with the rejoicing. So, at being unknown and, um, and poor, Lord, I want to rejoice. At being deprived of the natural perfections of body and mind, Lord, I want to rejoice. When people do not think of me, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they assign to me the meanest tasks, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they do not even deign to make use of me, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they never ask my opinion, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they leave me at the lowest place, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they never compliment me, Lord, I want to rejoice. When they blame me in season and out of season, Lord, I want to rejoice. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for justice's sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. May that be our resolution, that we continue to grow so that we may inherit the kingdom of heaven by continuing to grow in humility and meekness. God bless everybody. Happy Easter. And I look forward to seeing you all again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you think others may benefit from listening, please be sure to share the podcast with others. Until next time, know of my continued prayers that you be given whatever graces you need to do whatever it takes on the journey towards holiness so that together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless. <music>